Hey everyone, we are trying something a little different here. We are pretty much just going to re-release the New Year's resolution episode from last year. Content is pretty evergreen. It's, <laughs> it's all the facts about New Year's and how to make resolutions that stick. Um, but we thought we might update it with a bit of an intro, looking at what are our resolutions for 2017. Mm. So, Donnie, what, what are you working on? What, what's going to be different in 2017? I've got a very strong resolution this time. Yeah. So, basically, I've got a few t-shirts in my house that I'm more than happy to wear around the house, mm-hmm. but less happy to wear outside of the house. Yep. They're restricted to the house. And yep. a lot of them, they're a bit too tight. I've got one that's borderline crop top, <laughs> uh, which is very comfortable, <laughs> and I like the way it makes me feel. But it's, <laughs> it, I wouldn't... Anyway, so basically, my whole life, I've been in this situation where... I'll just chuck a jumper on and go, I'm not going to get hot enough when I go outside. I'll be fine. And then I go outside, it gets too hot, and I'm stuck in my jumper jail because I don't (laughs) want anyone to see my (laughs) T-shirt. Jumper jail. Jumper jail. So, basically, it's just boiling hot and I'm still just like, I can roll the sleeves up. That's about it. (laughs) (laughs) And my resolution is to only wear T-shirts that I'm happy to be seen in in public. (laughs) (laughs) So, jumper jail or... All over prison. I didn't know which one to do. <laughs> they both work perfectly. Yeah, good. That's perfect. Yeah. <laughs> Your 2017 is going to be pretty good. It's going to be. I'm not. It's not the hardest resolution to. Uh, anyway, what do you got? Okay, so I've got a resolution and I've got an invention. All right, here we go. It's- yeah, that's right. <laughs> so the resolution is. Um, I can't quite get my summer pajamas right. Hmm. With the summer pajama, the shorts are often too short and the shirt is often too tight mm. for general around the house wearing. Yeah. If there's a knock at the door, it's a little revealing. Like yeah. I'm I'm kind of covering up like Jennifer Hawkins on a catwalk <laughs> incident. The summer pajama, it's perfect for the bed though. Yeah, yeah. The the tight shirt, the short short under the doona. Yeah. Delight. Bliss. But around the house, like often I like to get in my jammies nice and early. Yeah. So I'm jammies on, might be reading, watching TV, cup of tea, mm. Earl Grey. That's, uh, you know, the problem is, and it's the same with boxer shorts, you've got this whole fly area. One button is the only <laughs> thing that's keeping it together. You need at least three. Come no, on. I need four buttons. But, uh, uh, <laughs> some of pajamas aren't working for me. Yeah. So this year, I'm going to sort that out somehow. We need like a little like short extender or something. Mm. So in the daylight hours, you can just pull them down like a set of blinds. Nice. <laughs> and then pull them back up when you're going to bed. I think that's a good plan. Thank you. Yeah, not bad. Good. Okay, what else you got? Well, so you remember last year, I came through with the separator. As how, the invention. how could I forget? It's- <laughs> so for those that haven't listened to the replay yet, take note when the separator gets yep. mentioned. It's, it's going places. <laughs> Didn't go anywhere this year at all. Okay, next you idea. You should start a Kickstarter. Kickstarter, actually. Okay, so my new business idea for this year is a board game called Tell Me Who It Is. Mm. (laughs) It's a variant of Guess Who. Okay. But instead of... It sounds like the cheaper version of Tell Me Who It Is. Well, there is actually (laughs) one called Who Is It? Oh, really? (laughs) Who Is It? (laughs) So I didn't want to copyright either of them. Yeah. So I'm going, Tell Me Who It Is. And pretty much like Guess Who, like normal, mm. but instead of, you know, you know, eye colour, hair colour, beard or no beard, it's subjective Guess Who. Nice. So, it's essentially reading out the cards going, 
Could I beat your person in a fight? Could I, you know, kind of drink your person under the table? Yeah. So it's all based around how well you know your opponent and little kind of daily, you know, interpersonal things. Mm. And that's how you reduce the numbers to get to the person. Subjective guess who? I like it. Couldn't you just buy guess who and then just play subjective guess who? Wouldn't work. (laughs) Wouldn't work. (laughs) Okay. My one is almost like celebrity guess who, and the word celebrity is written in running writing above guess who. <laughs> so you've got Justin Bieber and George Clooney and yeah, a celebrity like in running writing. Sold. sold. <laughs> running writing. Like, it's just, it's an afterthought. <laughs> Case closed. Thank you very much. No, that's not bad. I'll, I'll buy three of those for Christmas. <laughs> one is for you. <laughs> On a random board game note. Mm. Don't you reckon that Twister, yeah. as an adult, when you look at Twister as an adult... Yeah, way too sexual. Way yeah. too sexual. Yeah, yeah. Like, Twister, I reckon... Well, it's, that cla- it's the classic late teen kind of weird flirty kind of party thing, isn't it? Yeah, it's yeah. Bit, yeah. You kind of, you're growing, he's rubbing against other people. Yeah, yeah. It's Board game, like, this is okay. Yeah, that's not the red dot. <laughs> <laughs> Hang on, it's the blue dot now. <laughs> Uh, What's that? Like, Twister is essentially for an adult who wants to have a swingers party, but is afraid to have a swingers party. Yeah. They play Twister. When was the last time you saw Twister at a party? I like reckon, teens, right? Must have been teens. I reckon when I was 18 yeah. at a end of school, like a schoolies trip away to the coast, Twister came out then. Yeah, right. Um, if I went to a, a party now and Twister came out, mm. I would be thinking, I need to get out of here. Yeah, you'd be more interested in, tell me who it is. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, big years ahead for the both of us. Big yeah, year yeah. ahead. Yeah. Um, so, I guess we will cut to the old news resolutions now. This episode didn't get many likes. No one liked it. Didn't this get many listens. Literally, and by a decent amount, the least listened to episode we've ever had. And yet, I actually think it's one of the better episodes. Yeah. Um, it's almost like we don't trust... The market. It's like people have told us this isn't, this isn't any good. Yeah. I don't believe you, market. Yeah, yeah. We're putting it back out. So, here it is, the 2016 New Year's Resolutions episode, re-released in 2017. This is What's That About? The podcast, which is very much like New Year's. It over-promises and under-delivers. So, today, we're going to take a look at New Year's Resolutions. <laughs> So, Don, like most people, and I've read about 92% of people, my New Year's resolutions fail every year. And yet, I keep on making them. Mm. It doesn't really make sense, but I do. (laughs) This year, I'm going to try something a little different. Instead of the standard, I'm going to lose weight, I'm going to get more organised, I'm going to save more money, I'll come up with some new resolutions. All right. Hit me. Hit me. A little bit more practical to my daily life. Good. Okay. So, firstly, I reckon every second day when I'm getting ready for work... And I'm eating my cereal in my business shirt. Mm. As I'm scooping the cereal into my mouth, one of the little under drops of milk from the spoon will drop onto my shirt as I'm eating my cereal. <laughs> I, I hear you. That is the worst. So, what I'm thinking of doing this year is trying really hard for that not to happen. So, I don't have to do the late rushed business shirt change before going to work. Mm. 
So I'm going to try and learn to eat like an adult this year. Is the, <laughs> That's your, one of your resolutions. <laughs> I reckon what you should do. One mm. is you can bring back a bib, which is always good. Good option. Two, it's a good use for those, you know, those 70s tyres that were like as big <laughs> as a bib. Yeah. You may as well put one on secretly, pretend you're just starting another trend. It's as big as a bib. It's kind of probably going to be better. And then, oh, I, might, I don't like this tie. I might change it. Bang. On comes the proper tie. Off to work. Genius. Yeah, I think... <laughs> not bad, not bad. Yeah. Keen for another? Yep, please. <laughs> Very. Okay, next one. I've got an invention. And I've been sitting on this... <laughs> I've been sitting on this invention for a long time. It's a barbecue invention. Yeah. It's called the separator. Yes. It's an invention I've come up with where on the hot plate, I it's like a cross of two metal bars that you put on a hot plate mm. and you can shift one of the bars up and down. So, the, the hot plate essentially comes into four quadrants and you can change the size of each quadrant by moving the bar up and down. Interesting. And then you can separate your meats and your veggies and your vegetarian stuff from your meat eater stuff. And there's flexibility around how much quantity there is in each quadrant. But it goes on your hot plate, keeps things nice and orderly on the barbecue. I like that a lot. It's called the separator. The separator, I it's call a it. Very imaginative name. <laughs> <laughs> I have a product that separates. It's the separator. <laughs> That's what I'm going to call it. Is, yeah. I came in with the idea of the barbecue thing. Yeah. I'd never given it a name yeah. until about three minutes ago. <laughs> the separator. Going, it's going to be better if I give it a name. Yeah, um, yeah. It sounds it like a Steven Seagal movie. The okay. separator. <laughs> Separate this. <laughs> in all seriousness, though, is there anything in that idea? It must exist. Oh, what? I'm going to look, I'm gonna look Google it Google it later. Okay. But, eh, maybe. Um, uh, yeah. I think there's some practical. Something there. Particularly for vegetarians. Yeah. Yeah. Because I live with a vegetarian, so every time I'm on the barbecue, I'm separating and there's, there's crossover. Mm. My wife doesn't have confidence. I've separated it properly. What I've done, usually when I separate for vegetarians, I just put sausages in the line so that it doesn't... Eh, the sausage separator. <laughs> yeah. That's a different kind of movie. <laughs> That is a different kind of movie. <laughs> um, <laughs> also starring Steven Seagal, because he's hard up for work these days. <laughs> Those are my starting thoughts. Do you have any any news resolutions? I've got a couple. Yeah. Uh, one of them is, you know when you're at work and you're using the microwave and there's a line of people behind you that also want the microwave? Mm. Invariably, I put it on for two minutes. It's never enough. I get mm. cold, but this, the... It's a very high-pressure situation. People yeah. are glaring at you. I'm basically eating a cold meal every lunchtime. You're bowing to peer pressure and Abs- getting out yeah, of it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I'll do the same thing. Yeah yeah. yeah, yeah. And even when I'm eating it, I'm sort of in my head, I'm like, who needs a hot meal anyway? Needs- <laughs> <laughs> I prefer lukewarm meals. <laughs> it's like a latte. You don't want it too hot. Exactly. That's the baristas yeah. do it. No, the flavours come out more in the uh, yeah. lukewarm. Uh, yeah. So, what I want to do is next time, I'm just going to put it back in. Another minute, thanks. Whoa. Mm. Or I'm going to just put it on for 10 minutes initially. <laughs> so, <laughs> so, oh, sorry, another nine minutes to go, guys. Just uh, <laughs> Because when you put it back in, oh, sorry, it's not quite hot enough. It's like you've ruined their day. Yeah, like, they're oh, not happy. You know, yeah, they're cranky. That's true. Yeah. And I've been in the line. I'm cranky too. It's annoying. That's true. Yeah. Um, I like how unassertive we are. That one of your resolutions, and I agree with it, is, you know, if my meal's not hot enough, I'm going to put it back in for another minute. Yes. <laughs> That's pretty intense. <laughs> that is intense. <laughs> and the other one I had was 
Well, you know when you're cleaning your teeth and then someone else starts cleaning their teeth as well, mm. you sort of get into this unspoken sort of tooth war, toothbrushing war, where the first person that stops cleaning their teeth is like the person with the dirtier mouth. <laughs> <laughs> so, <laughs> so my New Year's resolution is never to lose a toothbrush showdown. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I've lost a lot many in my day. You've been calling yeah. in sick to work just to commit yeah, yeah. to the full brush. Yeah, and I... Because, you know, even when it's a stranger sometimes, I've gone, all right, I'm hanging on here, and I'm where, going where for it. are you brushing your teeth with strangers? That's the real question. You know, really? like if you're at a camping ground or something. Um, <laughs> If you're, you know, like if you're in a camping ground. Because <laughs> there's like a group bathroom. When was the last time you went to a camping ground? Oh, mate, I'm a little... <laughs> I'm camping it up. You don't understand. I don't tell you everything. I was like, K2 last week, mate. K2. <laughs> mate, K4. Twice as good. <laughs> anyway, I went on for like 10 minutes with this other guy. and We're just going for it. Yeah, I think I lost that one. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to take that last little comment and use that out of context uh, to good use later on, I think. <laughs> um, sorry. So... Here's my theory about why I reckon New Year's Day is such a big day. Hmm. And apparently it's the oldest, historians say it's the oldest of all the holidays. Oh, really? Put that in your little fact book. That is old. That's old. Oldest of all of them. When did the calendar, when did the? When did they know that there was a new year? When did that happen? Do you know that? Well, it's interesting because historically they've hmm. pretty much gone different Different people had different ways of, of organising their year. And hmm. often, it was, often it was based around uh, astronomy. At, like events in astronomy or kind of religious significance. And then apparently Julius Caesar came in and I think about 46 BC and said, right, let's, let's coordinate this. And he consulted with the best kind of scientists at the time and came up with the 1st of January because Janus was the, the God that had the two heads. So Julius Caesar just made a executive decision and said, 1st of January. Captain's call. Captain's call. Yeah. <laughs> Going all that, going with it. He also made Ezekiel a knight. Good. Which, uh, <laughs> I was going to say, you made Janus a knight. <laughs> Janus a knight. <laughs> and Janus's elderly, befuddled husband. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, Julius Caesar, Captain's Call, bang. That's New Year's, New Year's Eve. Good New call. New Year's Day, sorry. Good call. Yeah, he's done well there. Yeah. Good. Um, so, the, my theory about, it's probably not my theory, it's a theory. Yeah. I'm going to say it about why New Year's Day is such an important occasion is because I reckon it's one, of, it's one of the days outside of, you know, when significant things happen in your life, mm. like the loss of a loved one, it gets you to think about your life in a grander scale yep. and what you're doing with your life. Mm. I reckon New Year's Day evokes a little bit of that. Okay, so yeah, going, a watered-down version of that. Yeah, so yeah. you're pretty much going to the New Year going, right, so what do I want to do this year? How do I want my life to be? Yeah. So it's like this little moment of, your autobiography is seen on a larger scale than the day-to-day existence. Mm. <clears throat> that's that's like a theory on why it, why it's why it matters, why it resonates with people. Yeah, right. Um, which is probably why yeah, fifty percent of people on that day decide I'm going to do some things differently this year. New Year's resolutions come out in that context. Mm. Do you have the stats about sort of what are the most common resolutions and the success rate of resolutions? Um, I do. So, the top three are exactly my top three as well. So, number one, lose weight. Yep. Number two, get more organized. Number three, spend less, save more are the top three. And apparently, depending on the study, about 92% of New Year's resolutions fail. 
So of the 50% that do them, 92% don't succeed in them, mm. which is, that's an awful success rate. It's terrible. It's terrible. Yeah, yeah. It's terrible. Um, I'm the kind of person that does New Year's resolutions. Mm. I'm thinking you're the kind of person that doesn't do New Year's I don't really. That's true. <laughs> What's that about? Eh, just not into them. So New Year's Day, you yep. wake up on New Year's, New Year's Day morning. Yep. A little bit cloudy in the head. Have some breakfast. Have some breakfast. And Have what are you thinking about? Uh, lunch. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, I don't, yeah, I don't really, uh, I don't have any deep thoughts on New Year's Day. And are there any other times of the year that you do have like a regular milestone where you stop and think about things? Queen's birthday. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> really makes me think about life, you know. <laughs> so, do you, is it more on a case by case Basis where you get faced with something, you'll go. No, I probably need to think about how I'm dealing with that, and you'll plan it at that point. Yeah, yeah. I don't. I don't set aside a time like each year. I just if I look in the mirror, and then I'm like, oh, "Gee, my man boobs are getting a bit, a bit big. <laughs> time to walk a bit more or something." Right. Yeah. <laughs> Would it surprise you if I said I organise my resolutions on a spreadsheet? Do you really? Yep. It would actually. <laughs> <laughs> wow. How many do you have? I usually go into each new... Do you have a formula as well? Have you got like equals... It's an algorithm. Yeah, yeah, it's an algorithm there. <laughs> I usually go into the year with anywhere between five and ten. Really? And I put wow. them on, a, on a, each row on a spreadsheet is a resolution. Colour-coded? No, no colour codes. Yeah, good. I'm not very good in Excel. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then, yeah, I track progress across the year, review at the end of the year. Um, it's very scientific. And what's your success rate? If you're doing 10 resolutions, say, how many are you knocking on the head? I reckon out of 10, I reckon I'll probably succeed on five of them. And I'll probably fail on five of them, but I always fail on the big ones. Yeah, right. I always win on the little easy ones like... Have breakfast on the first. Is that- <laughs> Put on weight. Oh, done. Very, yeah. very easily. You should just do it. Five of them will be a resolution and the other five are the opposite of that resolution. You can't <laughs> lose. You're guaranteed 50%. That's... <laughs> Um, so, I've read that apparently the the three main reasons why resolutions fail are one is it's just that the, the goal is very poorly defined. So, apparently, I want to lose weight is much less effective than I want to lose 15 kilos yeah, right. over this period of time doing these things. So, the more specific, higher yeah. chance of That's right. achieving. Mm. Yeah. Number two is around people not tracking progress. So, you come up with a goal and then you kind of just get on with it without really reflecting and tracking over time how you're progressing. So, mm. classic thing for me is once I start feeling as I'm not succeeding in my uh, weight loss, I won't step on the scale. You just ignore the scale. Yeah, <laughs> just ignore it until I, I jump back on in six months and get a fright. Yeah that's, the, yeah. that's not the right way to do it. Happy six months though. Delicious six yeah. months. <laughs> and the last one is basically just around poor self-control uh, or, or poor self-regulation. Um, and I guess that's, that's pretty pervasive. See, the idea that willpower is, is like a depletable resource and the more that you have to exercise it, the lower it gets. So, you need to essentially structure your life in a way that your the behavior, your new behavior you want mm. is part of your routine. So, you're not having to exercise willpower every day, every decision. So, you know, getting, getting junk out of the house, for example, so you're not having to have willpower every day. Yeah, yeah. I was having a look at some of the other ones on the list and some of them, one of them, number eight out of ten on, the, on this list anyway... Be less stressed. 
That's a lot of pressure. It's a lot of pressure early in the year to be less stressed. It sounds stressful. That, that sounds, sounds extremely stressful. stressful. My other favorite one of those years ago, um, like tips for a happier, you know, 2016. Um, you know, get more sleep. Ah, so I had to get less sleep. Like, yeah, so yeah. it's about stating the obvious. <laughs> and I got another one here. Uh, number eight on another list. Help others in their dreams. Who's, who's doing that? Help others in their dreams. I don't even know what that means. <laughs> I don't know what that means either. I'm thinking like Freddy Krueger. Like you're going into their dreams. What's going on? <laughs> he wasn't helping. He was hindering. He was hindering it. But still. He's done your he 50% failed his spreadsheet thing. Oh, yeah. That's right. <laughs> um, that doesn't even make any sense. No. Another one. Spend more time with the family. Right under it. Travel overseas more. <laughs> I hope this wasn't one person's list, because that's just ridiculous. <laughs> I reckon you wrote this list based on your no. hedging, hedging bets theory. <laughs> I do like it. <laughs> Some other tricks of the trade I saw around how to make your resolution stick. Mm. Some interesting studies where they looked at just little things like putting cash on the line. So, if you... You know, don't succeed in your goal. You got to throw cash to a charity, for example. Mm. But the stinger in the tail. There's a website that they've set up where, for example, if your goal is you know weight loss ten kilos and you don't hit that, it is pre-set up that the money goes towards a charity that you hate or an organisation that you hate that you hate. So, for a example, charity that you hate. So Who's you hating charities up, out there. Oh, sorry, not a charity, an organisation. Yeah. <laughs> so, for example, if you don't lose the ten kilos, five hundred dollars is going to go to the One Nation Party. Ah, okay. As a motivator oh, to get you to motivator. go. That's interesting. Um, and there's other random ones around. Apparently, having a having a plan B means your plan A is less likely to succeed. Ah, okay. Because it kind of feels as though failure... It's undermining it from the beginning. Yeah. It feels the failure is a bit more acceptable because you've got a backup plan. Yeah, yeah. I only have a plan A. So... Mm. All or nothing. All or nothing. Yeah. Yeah, that's good. Good tips. And there's a bunch of other ones, which probably not that interesting. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> You know how it's kind of a bit of a tradition uh, when midnight strikes on New Year's Eve mm. to have a little bit of a smooch? Yes. <laughs> Look at you, you very, very assertive there. Know it well, mate. No, 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 I know well. it well. Never really experienced it. No, I've <laughs> witnessed it in others. Yeah, yeah. I've, <laughs> I've read about it I've in I've been books. around it. Just <laughs> <laughs> Apparently that dates back to kind of German and English folklore where the first person you encounter in the New Year... Mm sets the tone for that year. So, if you're kind of having a smooch with someone, eh, eh, things must be looking pretty good for the next year. So, it's kind of a way of engineering a good year for yourself. Explains my life, basically. <laughs> it explains the general disappointment <laughs> relating to my life. <laughs> so, that's New Year's resolutions. Um, I'm not sure we actually provided any facts in that, ep- that episode. Nothing. I think it was just stupid resolutions. That was basically the majority of the episode. Um, but if you have any thoughts about the separator, let let me know. Get in touch. <laughs> any engineers out there, get in touch with Luke. Or if you know it already exists, let me know as well. Um, yep. I'm, I have a habit of inventing things that already exist. <laughs> it's, just, it's a bit of a hobby of mine. Yeah, yeah. What's like that about? chair. Remember that one? The chair. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so that is New Year's resolutions done and dusted. Alrighty. Have a good... 2016.